Welcome back, friends. Welcome back to Solutions Watch. I'm your host, James Corbett of CorbettReport.com, coming to you from the slightly chilly climes of Western Japan here in February of 2023. But I'm sure you'll be pleased and relieved to hear that it is warming up somewhat over here. And more to the point, I'm sure you'll be pleased to hear that I do have a very interesting Solutions Watch episode for you today. Uh, and I say that because this is a topic that I don't think I independently would have thought to produce a Solutions Watch episode on myself. But since I was invited uh, to take part in a webinar on a certain subject, I'm going to present that presentation to you. What am I talking about? Well, uh, to set the table for this conversation, you might want to refresh your memory uh, going back to last summer where I talked to Richard Grove, the uh, chief navigator and host of Autonomy, about autodidacticism and about the autonomy course that Richard Grove runs. I'm sure you're familiar with that by now, but if not, please do go back to that Solutions Watch episode and refresh yourself um, with that material. But once you've done so, you will be prepared for the Autonomy VIP Summit, a live webinar that is going to be taking place this coming Sunday, March 5th, 2023. Details are at the website, universityofreason.com slash lifestyle hyphen liberty. And obviously I will include that show note, uh, that link in the show notes so that you can go there directly. And once you do so, you'll see that this Autonomy VIP Summit is not very important person. It's very independent producer summit. Talking about discovering a lifestyle of liberty and reading from the blurb on the site, it asks, what would it like be like to own 100% of your time? Learn from freedom innovators and public speakers at the top of their game and discover the strategies they used to achieve a lifestyle of liberty. And you'll see some of the uh, probably familiar faces to you if you're in the alternative media space. Uh, there's quite a few very independent producers that will be presenting at this webinar, including yours truly. Now, this is a live uh, webinar, which is important because as it notes at the bottom of that page at universityofreason.com, the webinar format is designed to provide you with all the information and tools you need to become autonomous and successful focusing on Q&A and roundtable discussions. You'll have the opportunity to interact with the guests, ask questions, and learn from their expertise. This is a rare opportunity to get behind-the-scenes access to autonomy. Come see for yourself what it's like inside this unique community and develop your skills for success. And I think that's right up the, uh, the alley of the remit of uh, Solutions Watch. So I'm very pleased and honored to be a part of this. As I say, this is a live webinar and they are going to have Q&A and you'll have a chance to interact with the guests, but not me because this will be taking place at, I think, two in the morning, <laughs> Japanese time. Uh, I won't be there live, um, but I have been asked to produce a, a presentation for this webinar. And so I'm going to sneak peek all of that for you lucky Corbett reporters out there. So I will present the presentation that will air as part of this webinar. And uh, I... Uh, if you are interested in this topic and in what uh, these very independent producers might have to say about it, of course, please do sign up through that link on universityofreason.com. There is a space uh, to RSVP register to secure your spot. And you can sign up for it and uh, watch it live as it happens and interact with the guests and etc. And I'd just like to um, use another page out of Solutions Watch, specifically giving thanks, to give thanks to Richard Grove specifically for the opportunity to cogitate on and present on this topic, a lifestyle of liberty. You know, come to think of it, I am living a lifestyle of liberty, and maybe I'm not as consciously 
cognizant of that and thankful for that as I should be. I know very few people on this planet get to do what they really want to do on a day-to-day -day basis to make that their, their living and to actually be their own boss. Do what they want, when they want, how they want, and they are their own arbiters of whether they succeed or fail. Um, anyway, it's a, it's a fascinating topic. So once again, thank you to Richard Grove for the opportunity to even reflect on this. And uh, I'm just thankful in general for the fact that I have actually managed to achieve this lifestyle that I have achieved. It's, uh, it's, not, something to take, it's not something that I do take lightly. And on that note, of course, I am, as always, always deeply grateful to all of the subscribers to The Corporate Report who literally make this possible. So thank you to all of you, and I hope you get something out of this presentation. As I go on to say, uh, my specific example of my specific journey of how I specifically landed up in this spot doing what I do probably won't be relevant to everyone in the uh, in the audience, maybe not anyone in the audience, but I think the, the general topic is a fascinating one, and one that I think is definitely worth thinking about, because I imagine there's at least a few people in the audience who would like to achieve, at the very least, more liberty in their lifestyle. And uh, it's good to start thinking about that and putting our uh, focus on how to achieve that in real life. It can be done. So, all that being said, I'll shut up and just get straight into the presentation. Hello, everyone. My name is James Corbett. I'm from The Corbett Report. And if you don't know my work, you can check it out at CorbettReport.com. And I'd like to thank Richard Grove for inviting me to speak here today at the University of Reason's Lifestyles of Liberty webinar. It is an interesting opportunity because I certainly don't think of myself as a lifestyle coach. And I suppose I would wonder if the particulars of my own life journey have much relevance to anyone outside of the incredibly specific niche of aspiring podcasters in Western Japan in the mid-2000s. But actually, it is not something that I think about often, and perhaps not often enough. But I am living a lifestyle of liberty, and I should take time to appreciate that. I can do what I want. I can say what I want. I can decide to work today or decide not to work today. I can do exactly what I want, when I want, how I want, in the way that I want, and I am my judge as to whether or not I succeeded or failed at any given task. Quite a position to be in. Now, having said that, of course, in a sense, my subscribers are my boss, I guess, uh, insofar as if I didn't have subscribers who were willing to support my work and the endeavors that I'm engaged in, then I wouldn't be here able to do this at all. So, yes, I could decide to, oh, I'm going to take a day off today, and I could do so. But if I did that over and over and over repeatedly to the point where I was producing nothing of value, then I would assume my subscribers would abandon me, and eventually I would be destitute or <laughs> go back to the regular 9-to-5 grind. So I guess the question is, how did you achieve this lifestyle of Liberty James, in which you are at leisure to do, to do what you will, as it were, well, with some restrictions and limitations. And I know from the outside, it must look like James is out there living it up in the champagne and caviar world of podcasting, having a great, great time lighting cigars with thousand yen bills. And uh, look at his palatial broadcasting studio there. Uh, I, I'm, you know, it's probably the case that James 
came from the lap of luxury. He he probably went to the best podcasting school, and he was probably he had the million dollar equipment and some fancy uh, broadcasting studio from the time that he started out. Well, actually, no. For those of you who don't know the story, the Corbett Report certainly didn't start here. It started here in this ratty old rundown cockroach infested apartment which is primarily populated by university students. Now, I wasn't a university student when I moved into this apartment in 2006. I was a lowly English treat teacher trying to make ends meet and trying not to live too far away from the city center. So this fit the bill. But as humble an abode as this may be, it came with a secret magical power. That power is called the internet. You see, it was the first time in years that I had an internet connection in my home and so I made the most of it. I watched documentaries, I kept up with the latest news, and I discovered a lot of interesting information about history, about politics, about society, and science and philosophy that I had never encountered in all my years of public education or all my years trying to stay up with the latest news from the mainstream news networks. And this amazing secret power of the internet not only gave me the power to collect and gather this information, but also to broadcast it to others. It empowered me with a voice. Me, a lowly English teacher in a ratty old rundown apartment on a laptop with a $20 microphone was able to broadcast my voice to dozens, then hundreds, then thousands, eventually millions of people around the globe. And that incredible empowerment of the average individual has always been the promise of the internet. That promise is that it doesn't take million-dollar recording studios and uh, vast infrastructure for communications around the world and satellite uplinks and other fancy technology and equipment in order to get your voice heard. It can start somewhere much more humble. Like... Here, in my lovely recording studio <laughs> in Japan. Well, actually, it's a very cluttered room that I, I carefully position the camera so you can't see the, the clutter and mess, which uh, speaks to a number of things. One of which is I always find it funny if people ask me for my organizational <laughs> tools and what do you use to keep everything organized? Well, <laughs> but more to the point, uh, is there some sort of grand strategy of how, how, do I, how do you get from there to here, James? And the answer to that is, again, perhaps underwhelming at first glance, but I think there is a deeper truth to it, which is to say that the Corbett Report and everything surrounding it has happened organically. This was not part of some strategy, some war game that I dreamt up with some careful marketing plan or something like that. And, oh, I'll, I'll create this business to create this product and I'll, I'll market it in this way. Uh, hey, if you're into that, fine, that's great. If that's the way that you're going to present you whatever value proposition you're making to the market, if that's the way you're going to do it, then go for it. I'm not going to stop you. But that is absolutely not the mindset that I ever approach this from. The Corporate Report is not a business. I do not produce a product. I am not an employee at some sort of corporation. I'm, this isn't a job. This is what I do. And I am putting it out to the world and the world will support it or it won't. And in that sense, the Corbett Report is not a company. It's more like an experiment. Will, will people support it? If I put something of value out there, will they support that? And so far, so far it's worked. Um, and it, there may come a point at which it doesn't work and I'll go back to teaching. But for the time being, I'm taking advantage 
of this incredible internet revolution um, while we have the opportunity to take advantage of it. And perhaps that window is closing for a number of reasons. But let's, let's think about some of the general principles that we can extract from my story, my journey of uh, coming to find and live in this lifestyle of liberty. Because, uh, yeah, perhaps, it, <laughs> perhaps the particularities of my story uh, are not necessarily relevant to anyone outside of the niche of aspiring podcasters in Western Japan in the mid-2000s. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty small uh, demographic of people who might fit that description. But I think there are some general principles that we can derive from this. Um, first of all, if you need some sort of lifestyle coach or someone to tell you Okay, guys, you're going to have to get up every day and you're going to have to do this and you're going to have to work. If you need that sort of outside motivation, then I'd say you're probably doing the wrong thing because I have never, I have never had to be told that, oh, okay, you're going to have to do this. And I've never had to try to set, set some sort of goal for myself. Yes, sometimes I set deadline, arbitrary deadlines. I want this podcast out by such and such a date, which means I'm going to have to do this and this. But that arbitrary deadline is set by myself. There's no one out there telling me what how to do this or when or where. And if there was, that to me would be an indication that, well, obviously I'm not, uh, this isn't what I want to do. Uh, I, I am doing this because I want to. So there, I do not need outside motivation to it. And in that sense, I would say, if you have that, if you have the burning desire to do this thing, whatever it is that you want to do in order to achieve your lifestyle of liberty, then then awesome, great. Then, then it's just a question of the working out the details. But until you have that burning passion for the thing that you want to do, until you really see for yourself the value of the thing that you are presenting towards others, how are you going to expect them to see the value of it? Why would I expect anyone to support the Corbett Report if it wasn't the product of this burning passion that I have, this, I genuinely have this passion for doing this research, for, for putting this together, I know there is value in here, and I'll put it out to the world completely for free. And if you like it, hey, perhaps you could support this so that I can continue doing it in the future. So as I say, in a sense, the Corbett Report is an ongoing experiment, and so far it has been successful. Um, I, I guess another lesson to take from this, which may seem underwhelming at first glance, is that what I do is, is organic. Uh, again, it comes from self-motivation. There's there's no outside deadline of things that you must do this on such and such a date and you must have this done. Also, there's there's no strategy or war game or marketing plan or some sort of grand vision to what I'm doing or how I'm presenting it to people. Uh, it has all developed completely organically uh, because I was interested in this alt media space. And every day I was checking these websites and going to these different fora and reading the, the comments and I knew the community, I knew what was being produced and I knew who was out there. I didn't have to think about how to, I didn't have to think about how to produce the podcast or how to make a video or where to put it or how to submit an article to this or that news site or which news sites would uh, publish articles that are written by other people and which wouldn't. I just knew that because organically I was part of the thing that I was interested in doing. 
And so I, again, I think if you are not involved in some sort of, if this isn't the thing that you tend to spend your time doing and thinking about otherwise, then again, you might be doing the wrong thing. Uh, I think it's very valuable for you to already know the space that you are attempting to enter into um, so that you don't have to, you don't have to think about it. You don't have to strategize. Of course, I mean, I guess it's good to to do research and to know more. And hey, I don't know if this website has an article submission process. I should look into that, of course. But the, again, that's from an organic desire and motivation. Um, now, I guess the, 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 the part of this that no one wants to hear, the uncomfortable truth, but it is a truth, is that there are no shor- shortcuts to hard work. Uh, I would hope, <laughs> uh, let me be humble about this, I would hope that people who have looked at the stuff that I've produced for 16 years would be able to understand that it has been a hell of a lot of work. And at times, it can be incredibly frustrating. I have certainly had the experience of sitting there at two in the morning, working to get a podcast or a video out, because I want to get this out today, and uh, having a computer crash, uh, having some program crash, lose three, four hours of work, have to do it all over again from the start. I have literally had that experience and literally had to pull an all-nighter, didn't get any sleep. I managed to finish and get the podcast out before I went to my uh, teaching job. Uh, that that experience has happened to me. All sorts of those types of things and setbacks absolutely will happen. And again, if if it didn't come from that place of inner motivation to do what I want to do, then I would have given up a long time ago. So there's there's absolutely no replacement for motivation and then for the hard work of just doing it. Um, you have to get out there and just continue to do it and do it and do it and do it over and over and over and over and over again. And and sometimes, again, it can be very demotivating when you put out something that you know, you know this is good, this is valuable, and crickets, no one seems to care. <laughs> but then that's contrasted by the other times that you put out something and you're like, I don't know, is that right? I don't, I don't know if I, I don't know if I really captured anything there. And suddenly everyone loves it. You can never necessarily predict these things. But again, there's just no shortcut to hard work. I guess there are a couple of shortcuts to hard work, one of which would be to essentially to scam people. So um, so here's the way that I would conceptualize that. So I remember back in the day on YouTube, uh, the you would take the uh, the video and whatever was in the exact middle of the video, the very middle frame of the video would be the automatic, that was the thumbnail image that people would see before they clicked on the video because you couldn't even upload your own image back in the day. Um, So I remember thinking about that and thinking, ah, I know, okay, so I'll make a 9-11 truth video and uh, just make sure to put some scantily clad bikini beautiful model in the exact middle of that video and call it, you know, or a beautiful woman tells you the truth or something like that. And then you click on it and it's just a video of me talking about 9-11 or something like that. <laughs> um, I very quickly, I contemplated that and then very quickly decided, no, I am not going to do that. Um, because it seemed to me that if I am trying to, if I'm trying to present the truth to people, probably not a good way to lie, to get people in the door to present them the truth, right? That doesn't seem like a winning strategy. Um, essentially, various forms of scamming, and that could happen in all sorts of different ways, whatever it is that you're doing. But in 
the media podcast producing space, sensationalization of various forms, jumping on bandwagons, trying to, you know, trying to jump on whatever the algorithm is pushing today and just chasing that tail and and being sensationalistic and, uh, you know, being a bit lax with the truth here and there. But, hey, you know, it'll get the clicks. Um, it's obviously very seductive. A lot of people fall down that hole. Um, but that uh, is not a uh, shortcut to hard work because... However successful such a strategy may be in the short term, it is not sustainable in the long run. And the types of people who engage in that type of activity and go down that hole will fall down that hole eventually. And uh, it will not be sustainable. So you will not be able to sustain a lifestyle of liberty by scamming people. Um, it will catch up with you. Um, the, other, the only other shortcut I could think to the hard work of getting up and doing it and engaging in the grind day after day, sometimes when the motivation is not there, the only other shortcut is to somehow find some incredibly valuable thing that you can present to others, some, some wonderful value proposition that requires no effort on your part. Just something that magically falls into your lap that's of great value and that you can just present to people. And let me know when you find it, because <laughs> I don't know that such a thing exists. But anyway... I certainly don't have it. So I, hard work. It's about hard work. Um, but as I say, the most important part of all of this for me, at any rate, in my experience, in my journey, has been the inner motivation to do this. And the fact that I would still be doing this, even if I didn't have the corporate report, I'd still be doing this in my spare time. I'd still be interested in this and thinking about this. And so it's just win-win that I can present this in a way that has value to people. Now, the, again, there's all sorts of specifics that I could get into about how to provide the value for people if you're engaged in media production in the alternative media space. But again, that's probably not relevant to, to a large section of the public. So I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. It is hard work. Um, and if I was being flippant, I guess I could distill this down <laughs> to the, th this is my attempt at being a lifestyle coach. I would just, it's the Shia LaBeouf meme. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> that really is it. Just do it. Just do it. Just continue to get out there and do it. And, and you know, <laughs> we'll see how playful I'm being when and if I post this up to my site. Uh, if I either use that in the title or in the thumbnail image, <laughs> just do it. You'll know I'm feeling playful that day. But um, but uh, there's actually something somewhat profound to that because uh, again. I didn't sit there and strategize and war game and plan everything out and have everything all perfect in my head uh, before I started doing what I do. And, oh, I, I better take a course on how to do this and I better carefully plan it out and get all the right equipment. I better save up to get the right equipment so that I can start doing this. No, I just, I took what I had and I started doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it and learnt, learnt by doing it. And that for me, was the best way to do this. Because I have, I certainly could have a tendency. I could let my inner perfectionist take over. And if I was being precious about this work, and oh my god, until it is exactly perfect, I, I just won't release it, and I can't do anything, and oh, okay, oh, analysis paralysis, I'm just going to sit here and think about the perfect way to do things. No, get out there, just do it. Put it out there, and continue to do it and learn and grow of course if you don't if you're not learning and growing and taking feedback and adjusting then you're doing it wrong but put it out there do it start doing it and learn by doing it 
at any rate, that worked for me. So I am a big believer in that. Um, just do it, as Shia LaBeouf would say. If I was trying to come up with something perhaps slightly more profound as a takeaway for how to achieve your lifestyle of liberty, perhaps I would say that the, the age-old injunction is absolutely relevant. Know thyself. The better that you know yourself, who it is, who, who it is you are, what you are capable of, what it is you truly want, wh why you were involved in this in the first place. I would say if you're involved, if you're involved in something simply because, oh, I want to, I want to live the easy life and I want to be rich and famous and I, I, that's, that's my motivation and that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. Well, I, I can't help you. Okay, great. Maybe some people can achieve that. And I, I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I do what I do because I love what I do. And I, I think it is, I know it is valuable. And I, uh, maybe not, I, I'm not making claims for myself. Oh, I'm so valuable. But no, I know this information is important. I know it is what I would be spending my time on, even if I didn't have any sort of outside m motivation to do that. Even if it wasn't my job, I would still be doing it. I would still be thinking about this. I know it has value and I'm putting it out to the world and saying, hey, if you see the value in it, help support it. And again, if I did, that comes from a place of, of knowing myself, who I am, what I'm capable of, what I'm not capable of, what my interests are, how, how to take those interests and put them in front of people in a way that they start to see the value in it as well. Um, again, there's, I mean, I, I could make some sort of itemized list for you, but I think it boils down to knowing yourself, knowing who you are and the way that you can put this in front of people in a way that makes sense to them. All right. Having said that, I don't know if this is valuable to people. It's more of a pep talk than some sort of specific guide, but at any rate, I think it is important to understand at least where I'm coming from and how I achieved, uh, what I've achieved so far and uh, how, why it is that I do what I do and how I'm going to continue doing it in the future. Anyway, if you are interested in the work that I do, rather than me listening, listening to me talk about the work, then I would suggest you check out CorbettReport.com. 16 years of media, information, research, completely 100% for free. And all I ask is if people see the value in it, that they support it. And you know what? Sometimes that works. On that note, thank you again, Richard Grove, for the opportunity to cogitate on this, which I do not do often enough. Yes, I should be, I should be much more consciously grateful and thankful for the, the, the fact that I am able to do what I love for a living. I know not everyone gets to do that, um, but they should. And I think it is possible if you know what you are interested in has value. If it has value to you, then you can find a way of showing the value to others and providing that value to them. And that is the only way forward in the real, in the free market of people making exchanges, voluntary exchanges. That's what it's about. Anyway, that's going to do it for today. James Corbett, CorbettReport.com. Discover a lifestyle of liberty. Join us for a special autonomy event and unlock your true potential. Hear inspiring stories from freedom innovators and public speakers at the top of their game. Learn the successful strategies they use to achieve a lifestyle of liberty. This event is designed to provide you with all the information and tools you need to become autonomous and successful. Take advantage of this unique opportunity to develop your skills for success.